here's the bottom line. I'm going to be honest with you about my experiences in SEO, whether it was a client experience or what I see in Google and my research and testing, but don't expect to hear or read anything that I'm sharing validated by Google. They are not driven to have your best interest at heart as a business. They are a multinational business that last year pulled in over $200 billion and bully for them. Likely more than half of that was from the paid ad divisions. So the point being is you're pretty much on your own when it comes to SEO. So if you're an SEO, I get you. And when I say that, I really, really get you. And if you're a business owner, I really get you too. Because before I was an SEO, I was a local business owner for decades. And there are times when I still feel your pain. So let's get started. Welcome to season two episode 23. All right. I know everyone and their brother has been stressing over the most recent Google update that was announced on May 25th and hit the ground running on the 26th. Lots of rollbacks, lots of huge losses and gains. Well, the research uh, project, the indexation project has done it again based on what I see. The update rollout likely ended on June 7th. And I'm going to tell you how I know that. Now, most SEO gurus, insert air quotes, would kind of leave it at that and not tell you how they know, which clearly shows that I am not an SEO guru, which is why I'm going to tell you how I know. I saw with my own eyes a new desktop Googlebot come on the scene on June 7th at 10.07 p.m., Greenwich Mean Time. Now, putting two and two together, what respectable technology company who runs thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of SEO tests every year, why? Why would they release a brand new bot in the middle of a core update that would mess up their test? It's contamination. So all things being equal, that's why I think the presence of a new bot signifies and end of the update. Okay, there might be some amount of rollbacks and likely by the time they update the uh, Search Console coverage in about another three days, probably all of that should be cleared up. By the way, the bot is an update of the version of Chrome. The crawler agent is now using, that it's now using is Chrome 102.0 and change. So, so update, old news, <laughs> So. All right, in a few days, uh, I'm sure we're gonna be able to tell what really changed. And when you know what changed, you know what to do. The question is, how do you know who to listen to? The loudest voice in the room or the one that brings data? The difference could be your business. So keep your wits about you. Now for the topic of today, I wanted to share some of the current goings on with the mobile first indexing project. Now in this survey at the end of last year, a lot of you had asked me to share more about my testing. So here's my latest. Now, if you're not familiar with the term or what it means, Google announced that it was going to use the mobile version of your page for indexing. Yeah, they did announce that back in 2018 and they were getting that in place in 2020 and then followed a steady stream of delayed announce or delay announcements that finally in, it was late November, but November, 2021, 
they said, well, your sites really aren't ready for mobile first. So we're going to take the deadline date off it and we'll work on it and get back with you. It was in 2020 in the IMG testing group that we called, we did things called expeditions. You know, we were going to test the same thing. For example, uh, there was a one question, you know, is there a separate mobile index or is it both the same? Mm-hmm. Now, Google said there wasn't, but as testers, you know, we like to trust but verify. So we did this and we couldn't find anything to support the concept of a separate index. And we tried speed. We tried different devices. It was really fun to be testing the same um the, the same concept and see where people's minds went. And that was the, I think the coolest thing about that collaboration. Now the results were technically inconclusive. You know, how do you say you're a hundred percent certain that something doesn't exist when you didn't see something that there has to be more, but anyway, we move forward with a pretty clear sense that Google had told the truth when they said there was only one index. And we surmised that yes, that was true. And probably there were filters on mobile results. So for instance, if you were somewhere on your phone and service was particularly slow, you might see different results because Google could have filtered out the really, really slow sites. So you could check to see how much longer your bank would be open by the time you got there. So in comes the index detector project. And I'm swimming around and I start to see that the mobile bot, for the most part, is the one that does the discover rendering. So what is that? Well, a discover rendering is the first time uh, a bot comes to your new content. It discovers it. And the rendering part is, so the discover is is like, sorry, it pulls the uh, HTML part of the page. And the rendering part is when it pulls all the scripts that work together to make that page. So if you're using WordPress, you'll see it very clearly in your logs. So mobile first indexing to me kind of felt like it was one of those inside jokes at work. Yes, they want to grab your content to index and they do it first with the mobile bot, hence first for, you know, mobile first indexing. Well, does that mean that they never send a desktop bot to do a mobile bot's job? Well, not from what I've seen, but when it comes to a discovery crawl and render so far, and I have to leave space for the fact that it may happen, but so far I have only seen the mobile do it. So, so back to the mobile first indexing concept. So that's where they're using the mobile version of your site. And in the old days, you know, before responsive websites, that, um, that that's the kind that you create once the the responsive sites are the kind that you create once and it works on both desktop and mobile, but from the same set of files. And in the old days, we had to do separate mobile sites on typically a subdomain. And other than the meta title and description, the content wasn't really super optimized on these little mobile sites. So that's where this particular test got started. I had an under-optimized mobile version of this HTML image-based website for one of my clients. Now, I used to think that was sad. 
But now I'm glad because it gives me the best way to test the concept. So what happened? Obviously, I, I have these two versions. I have a desktop version of the site and I have a separate mobile subdomain. So the question is, now that I've made some changes, what happened? So what did I do first? So I went in, I did a little page optimization. And since it's a local business, I threw in some phrases related to near me on the about page. Nothing ninja, just the basics. I added in a longer description and I added some relevant words to the page and that's it. So that was last week. Here's what happened. And of course, remember, I was kind of concerned that I had gotten all this done and then launched it and then Google announced the update. I was tracking a, a three-word, fairly competitive term. There's no city in there. The, the site, that's the desktop version of the site, wait for it, it went from spot 51 to number 32 in my tracker. Now, if you're wondering, I, I just use SERP robot, and it's, it's very expensive, like $5 a month. Anyway, not too shabby. Then I looked into the SEO volatility tool. Now, if you're not familiar with that tool, let me tell you, this thing has turned a light on for me. I cannot count how many former clients I would have had to explain myself to because I gave them a report showing their page at one particular spot. And when they looked at their computer right before a meeting, it was in a different and usually lower spot. Lower spot. So the tool determines ranking by sampling. It does the same search very quickly. And I think in this case, I ran um, 30 samples. And, and it really provides a far more complete analysis of position because there is a certain amount of volatility in every uh, SERP. So for instance, taking the same keyword, it shows the page being in 100%. That means every search that the tool made, the page was in one of the samples. 42% of the time, or 42% of the samples, it was at the number 24 spot. Wow, that's like 27 spots higher than when it started. Then it says the worst case, it was 37. You know, I'll take 14 spots, that's good. So that gives me more of a three-dimensional experience that I can see that Google is clearly testing this page upward. So then the question comes, is that enough of an increase? I mean, am I just going to stop? Do we even need to ask? So this week I went back in and I enhanced the title. And when I say that, I had overlooked what was already in there on the mobile uh, files. I was initially filling out the areas that were blank. So I made a little more than just saying the business name pipe about us. So I filled in the, I think I said I filled in the keyword metadata and I added even more good words to the page. So while one could say maybe the increase came from the update, but I think we're out of that now. So I think it should be pretty fun to give it another week and see what happens. Now I'm going to be the on the road for a while and I still plan to publish every week. And I've been asking for your help, my kind listeners, and those who aren't already having to come up with topics for their own shows. I know I've made some calls and I was talking to some of my colleagues 
who are doing client SEO and, you know, having to charge enough to cover their costs to provide the service. So it's, there's an ROI to their client and to make a profit. So I was thinking it might be interesting to see what ranges. Now, uh, a lot of times, you know, when I provided proposals, it was almost like there was this obligatory price discussion that pretty much boiled down to how could they still get everything on the list, but not at the price that I quoted. (laughs) Fun times. Anyway, so as you can see, I'm running a contest for topic ideas. Don't be shy. If you've, uh, If you are chosen, if your idea is chosen, you'll get a relevant link back to your site. And there's even a drawing for a page analysis for a single keyword, even if your topic isn't chosen. So everyone is welcome to participate. I'll have the page up. And in the meantime, you can email confessions at AmericanWayMedia.com. Well, that's going to do it for today. Thank you to the Confessions of an SEO sponsors and supporters. Big hugs. Thank you also for being a listener. And um, if you are looking for more SEO content, subscribe to Confessions wherever you're listening. It's on Audible, Spotify, and Amazon Alexa. And if you haven't settled on a source for podcasts, you can simply Google Confessions of an SEO. You literally cannot miss it. All of us stand to make more business and success together when both the SEOs and their clients understand each other and Google better. It's been my pleasure to be your host. Thank you for your time. I'll see you in the service.